Listen up, fellow podcasters. If you're looking to record remotely, then you've got to try Riverside.fm. When Joanna and I had to make the switch to remote recording, Riverside was the best option for us. Not only are there built-in features like noise cancellation, but you also get raw audio tracks of each individual person's voice along with a combined track of everyone on the call. Riverside has so many features in one place and it seems like they're always adding more to make their platform the best out there for remote recording. So if you wanna give it a shot, check out the link in our show notes or check out our link tree. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Tap, 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 tap in. That's a song. Okay, uh, I'm Carmen. I'm Becky. And welcome to... What? I should have said neighbor Becky, shouldn't I? I mean, you are my neighbor for now. Yeah. And your name's Becky. Neighbor Becky. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Murder. Yeah. And your name's Becky. Neighbor Becky. Welcome to live, laugh, murder. Oh no, I'm scared. You should be scared. Well, with the holidays, guys. Hello, hi, how you doing? Um, no, I gotta say it like Little Wayne. Oh, how yeah. you doing? Hey, hi, how you doing? With the holidays coming up, our schedule's a little crazy right now, so I had to tap in my neighbor Becky to record with me today. Joanna, we miss you. Miss you. Love you. Love your face. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Murder, where we tell stories that may or may not be true. The story I'm going to tell you today could either be what, Becky? The plot of a movie or a true crime. You got it. Um, and let's see if my co-host, Becky, and you guys can figure it out before the end of the show. My goal with our show, Becky, you know this, I think, is for people to feel like when they're listening that what they're hearing is slightly familiar to them. Like I want people to feel like it's on the tip of their tongue. Like they know the story, but they don't know how they know the story. Yes. So if you ever listen to our show and you feel like that, good. It's working. But then it's kind of creepy too, but that's okay. I love it. Yeah, I know. But it's okay. Welcome. You're here. And whenever I get this kind of feedback, it and which I've heard recently, which is why I'm saying it, I get excited. I've also been told recently that some people are starting to pick up on some tendencies I have when I tell stories that are dead giveaways to true crime or Ooh. horror movie. And it's freaking me out. Obviously, I don't know them because I get it wrong almost every time. <laughs> well, maybe you don't listen enough. You probably only listen to the ones that you're on. No, I listen, but then I get it wrong, and then I get mad, and I'm like, damn it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. There's no, like, there's no formula to make it 100% either way. I'll, I, there have been some that I've told where I knew from the beginning, it's so obvious, but I kind of didn't care because I really wanted to tell the story. Yeah. Some right? stories just have to be told no matter what. I know, and it's hard to make it seem one way or the other – but I don't know. I'm a work in progress. If you have feedback for me on anything particular that you've picked up on, send it to me. I will read it. I may not like it, but I'll read it. <laughs> I may not like it. I may delete it, but I'll be fine. Yeah, I may send it a screenshot to Joanna and Bex is good to look at too, just to keep track. Of my thing? What's my thing? What's up with our fucked up state of Florida? OMG, do I have one for you? Say that again. OMG, do I have a story for you? So you can hear your seats makes it so much better. Okay. Okay, so the headline reads, Florida woman's oral favors blamed for causing car accident, man's junk injury. Wait, wait, I think we did this one before. <gasps> did you really? But I know that it has happened more than once in the history, so we're going to do it again. We didn't. Just go. I have another one just in case. So if this sounds familiar, just let me know. Um, a Florida woman's oral favors are not only being blamed for a car accident, but also for genital injuries sustained by the man. Oh, no. Police say a Florida man was dragged due to the sexual acts being performed on him by his passenger. Uh, no shit. 
which a little, ca- a little distracted. Yeah, just a tad. Which caused the driver to crash directly into a FedEx truck in Fort Lauderdale Thursday night. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. Gonna growers. Sorry, we had a technical difficulty, but we're back. Yeah, so back to the growers. Um, the man and his female companion were both found just after the collision, both partially naked in the street. Like, really got me into this story was I pulled up the headline, and you see them. Like, there she is. Damn, that car is fudged up. Yeah. <gasps> or no, that's she, him. That's him. He no looks pants. dead. Yeah, he's he got out of the car and, like, stumbled over there. Was and then he, uh-huh. homegirls over here, like, all straddled open, like, oh, god damn. So they... So they <laughs> Becky's showing me the news article. The car is really fucked. Yeah. And the man is laying on the ground with his boxers on, boxer briefs, and then his pants down to, let me see. Yeah, both of them. Pants down to the ankles. And then she's laying with, I don't think she has any bottoms on. Oh, how humiliating. That's got it. That's humiliating. There's more to this picture, but I don't want to tell you until I read it. Okay. So back to... Images from the right after the crash show the crash appears to be a head-on collision. So obviously he was very distracted. That's, yeah. And judging by the guy laying in the street with his pants around his ankles, head-on collision means two things. Yeah, it does. According to Daily Mail, the man did successfully avoid having his penis forcibly and accidentally bitten off in the collision. Oh my God. This is the best part. The FedEx driver, because it was a FedEx truck, and the passenger can be seen chilling against the pole nearby while the officers tend to the injured man and the woman. <laughs> Wait, who is that? The FedEx driver? The FedEx driver that got and his And bu- like his buddy? Yeah. They're like, we're just going to sit over here and text while these half-naked people are over here. Like- they look like students at the bus stop laying on the yeah. floor. They probably like were like, whatever, we'll just smoke some weed over here and wait until we can move on with our lives. <laughs> Do FedEx drivers smoke weed on the job? I don't know. <laughs> At this point, they probably are because what else are they going to do? Becky. Okay. I know. Out of control. I'm fairly certain we did this one before, but I fully can't remember because my brain is stupid. But that's amazing. I think you did something similar, but I don't think his wiener almost got bit off. I don't know. Either way, you probably sent it to Joanna. Probably. <laughs> Joanna, when you hear this, is this one you have done? Okay, is there more? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, The woman surely has a concussion from the airbag that probably (gasps) went off two inches from her head. Oh, no. So far, no charges have been issued in the accident, and police have not released names. Thank God. I would be mortified. Wow. The couple's SUV looks to be likely totaled, with the hood crumpled up into the windshield and all airbags deployed. Holy shit. It was a bad crash. Ah, it's not clear what speed the duo was traveling at, but they did a good deal of damage to the FedEx van. Mm. Did he need stitches on his ween? I they don't say, <laughs> but I mean, he's laying on top of it like, oh damn, this hurts. Yeah, he does. Like he's like on his belly. Yeah, I just wanted to say the word ween. And they're all just looking at him like oh, the cops fuck. in the picture just stand there with their gloves on. Damn. And these two women are over here like. Is your okay, too? She's barefoot with no bottoms on. <laughs> Damn. So, uh, moral of the story, if you want to do stuff like that, find a back road or something. Don't Pull do over. It, yeah, don't do it in Fort Lauderdale on, like, a four-lane highway. In broad-ass sunlight. Yeah. Daylight. <clears throat> Whatever. Do That's a good one. my other one, just in case? No. It's a short one. Give me my fucking headphones. Yes, ma'am. Bitch. I'm just kidding. You're not a bitch. I love you. Love you. On, um... Over on our Patreon, what we started recently since episode 49, it doesn't matter, we started doing after shows on Patreon. So it's our same full-length episode ad-free, early release, before our regular scheduled date. But also, you get a little snippet at the end with some more bullshit. I was going to say dumb shit. Yeah, pretty much. You can't let me forget that we have to do it, though. Oh, I will not, because that's it. <laughs> All right, let's get in this. Let's do this. Let's get into this. I think I'm going to sit like this. Perfect. I can't see it. So, Becky, you've been married, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> on that note, talk to me about your honeymoon. What was that like? Uh, we didn't have one. Oh. Yeah. We had to spend money on other dumb shit than go on a honeymoon. Is that the end of that? That's a story for another day. That's okay, because a lot of people don't have a honeymoon. I, I was also pregnant very soon after. During? No. Very soon after. Everyone said... What this- does that have to do with the price of eggs? Well... Obviously, I'd want to get hammered on my honeymoon. Okay. I'd be pissed if I was pregnant. Oh, and so get it hammered. prolonged it even more. Oh yeah, and then it never happened. Well, you're messing up my whole story. 
Well, I mean, I can imagine what a honeymoon's like. <laughs> you have a lot of sex. You get really drunk if you drink. And you just relax and have a good time. Right? Well, sure. So I'm divorced now. I mentioned that before. But before that, when I was married, we did have a honeymoon. And we went to the Keys. We had a, It was okay. I mean, I think if I went now, it I'd have a totally different experience. But... Um, whatever you make the best of it but at the time we were so broke that we didn't get to do like excursions yeah that's kind of how that's probably why we didn't really go on one yeah I mean I was young yeah you were young when you got married too right 27 I think 27 yeah well I guess that segues us into today's story uh about honeymoon hell if you will oh gosh so welcome glad you could join me I was building a little background, background knowledge. Don't worry. Not all honeymoons are hell, but this one apparently no. is. The one I'm going to tell you is. Oh, God. So this is either the plot of a horror movie. Oh, I like saying horror because it sounds like horror. Horror. <laughs> or the facts of a true crime case. You be the judge, and we'll see if I have any telltale, telltale signs, apparently, that give it away. I'm going to make a prediction and then see if my mind changes. Okay. Just okay. based on honeymoon hell. Mm-hmm. Let's see what I think. All right, let's go. Uh, picture this. Imagine you're with the love of your life. Hold on. Okay. Your new husband on your honeymoon. Today you're off on a scuba diving excursion, something you're not particularly fond of doing, but your man loves it as his hobby, so you agree. Of course he does, because he wants to kill you. <laughs> Imagine while being down in the depths of the ocean, about to explore a kick-ass shipwreck with your groom. He suddenly goes in to embrace you underwater. Yeah, mm mm. I can't, I can't tell my story. <laughs> a beautiful moment just for the two of you, filled with love and wonder. Then, to your shock, you realize or hug, quote unquote, your husband has just purposely turned off your air supply. Oh, hell no. There you are, gasping for breath, meters below the surface of the ocean, with no one to hear your cries. You can't cry. You're left losing consciousness with your arms outstretched, reaching for your new husband, as you watch him slowly swim away, ascending to the surface. You begin to sink deeper and deeper into the ocean, and you realize you're dying. Oh, worst fear ever, drowning. Of a honeymoon hell. I might title it that. Yes. I think I thought of something else, but that's okay. What? I'm already mad. You should be. Let me remind and tell you about a couple named Tina and Gabe. Fuck Gabe. So let's bounce back a few years, I guess. Yes. New Year. Douche. Go. I'm burping. You can take a sip. A young college is hanging out at a party, um, drinking at a party. Gabe is feeling himself with, feeling himself a little and getting kind of tipsy, wearing a polo shirt with like a popped collar. Oh my God. I was totally yeah. picturing that. Yep. You know the look. Searching the room for the next girl to hang out with when he spots. I hate to say that. Let me rephrase. I'm going to cut that out. She's really pretty. I don't Tina. want to say a cute little thing. Tina makes me think of Napoleon Dynamite. Gosh, <laughs> Tina. So I don't think she's cute. But well, no, she's I'll adorable. So this Tina doesn't immediately accept a date from Gabe, but eventually she gives it a few days and she gives in. And she's glad to have a college relationship that she hopes will turn into something more. She's smitten. And at first, Gabe isn't as ready to tie the knot as she is, but he gets... He, but, he, but he toys around with the idea a little, and then when he accepts the thought that he wants to marry her too, you know what he does? He taunts her for a bit, like pretending he's going to propose, like bending down on one knee, but to tie his shoe. Oh, I'd be pissed. Right? I'd be pissed. Yeah, when you're that age, that college age, and you're- That's fine. Yeah, that's BS. Um, he dangles the carrot, if you will. So, where was I? So, one, Gabe sets Tina out for an Easter egg hunt that he has set up for her. I know. She thinks it's really cute and she excitedly goes along. Her man set up an Easter egg hunt for her. So here's Tina, a young adult, flying around collecting Easter eggs that her boyfriend laid out. When in one of the eggs, she finds an engagement ring. Oh, so it really was the proposal it, this time. Mm -hmm. Okay. That is cute. That's honestly, and she immediately accepts. And it is a cute way to propose. Yeah, for sure. Wedding planning goes on as it typically does. And before the wedding, the couple has discussions about their future and what they want it to look like. They want to set themselves up for success. So Gabe and Tina talk and agree that um, to raise Tina's life insurance policy. 
Red flag, Tina. And to make Gabe the sole beneficiary. Red flag, Tina. So Tina goes to her dad named Tommy and, you know, go to your dad, help you out. I want to do the X, Y, Z. And Tommy says, quote, what's the rush? You guys aren't even married yet. And he tells her, like, this is a thing people don't even do until they've been married a long time. Worry about it. Worry about this shit. Even being married, it would have been eight years my ex-husband was not my sole beneficiary. He, <laughs> right. He was split with my brother <laughs> because I, I knew my brother would give it to the kids. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, so Tommy's all, what's the rush? You're not married yet. And Tina explains that it's Gabe's idea and it's not a big deal to her. So dad, why not? Just do it. And so Tommy tells his daughter, this is weird and this isn't what you should be worrying about right now. But then he says, you know what? I'll take care of it. Go on your honey. Like get, we'll get married, get through the wedding, go on your honeymoon. I'll deal with it later. He doesn't. He doesn't plan on doing shit. Tommy's yeah. like, fuck that shit. My dad would have kicked my ass. Uh-huh. Tommy doesn't. Tommy insert side eye right now to Tommy. He's like, fuck this shit. Oh yeah. So they go on and they enjoy their wedding that fall, planning to journey off to their honeymoon in Australia for two Ooh. weeks. This justly, they're planning to speak in Sydney, shopping, sightseeing, like glorious. And then the second week, they're gonna uh, they're gonna travel to Townsville, Queensland, and do what seems, I guess, like every scuba diver's dream, like things I would never fucking do. Did they like take a personal loan out for this? Uh, seriously, like- seriously, they're scuba divers and do twenty five dives among this week. It's not in one day. They're going to visit reefs, explore the waters, and what Gabe is most excited about is to see a historic shipwreck. I feel like that's something you can't even do, like, a seriously certified, experienced diver. 100%. Like, they just were like, oh, yeah, we've scuba dived a couple times. Let me do 25 dives. Well, scuba diving is Gabe's personal hobby. And he loves it. He, at this point, has done over dives in his life. Is that where he puts all the bodies of his (laughs) ex-girlfriends? No. Uh, Tina only got into it for him because she wanted to make him happy. And honestly, she's not really, like, into it at first. But she said herself she wanted to make him happy. So learning how to scuba dive and got certified. Fair enough. Um, In fact, when he was trying to convince her to do this as a fucking side thing, when she was reluctant at first, Gabe says, I'm always doing things that you like. You should participate in something that I like to do. Yeah, and but like the shit that women like is like going to get a pedicure. That's not dangerous. Right. Going to the movies. Right. Well, cuddling on the couch. It's not even, I know. Going 50,000 feet under the sea. Is it 50,000 feet? No, I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a movie, 30,000 or whatever. Leagues under the, the sea. sea. Yeah, it's not a, it's a book. It's a movie too, well, I think. It's a book. Yeah, it is a book first. Okay. Well, there's more reason for, for Tina to get into scuba diving. She thinks it's cool, sure. A little bit, but it mostly scares her parents. Because Tina, hmm, she has a heart condition. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. She does not need to be doing that. It's this heart condition where it causes an abnormally fast heart rhythm. So things like this could upset that. And she's even had a minor surgery for it when she was younger. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it to me, if that was my daughter, I'd be like, what? No, go do something else. Yeah. No adrenaline rush. Oh, thank you. Snorkeling. Snorkeling. Yeah. yeah. Go all, you know, go off. But uh, scuba diving? That's intense. That pressure under the, mm-mm. It's the pressure, right? Well, she doesn't feel like it's that big of a deal. She wants to have fun with her man. She took the scuba diving lessons months before their honeymoon to prepare. And she just really wanted to impress him. It's actually kind of cute. But she's she's just a heart of gold. So while Gabe not only has done the dives I mentioned, he's also a certified rescue diver. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you're her, you would feel safe underwater. Tina, however, by- <laughs> where was I? Ten dives. Okay. Whew, let's get back to it. Here they are. Beautiful landscape of Australia. I just think of 42 Wallaby Lane. I was just going to say that. Like it, Finding Nemo. Is it 42? For, uh... This is the... <laughs> <laughs> Blue 42 landscape about to hop in the water with a group of other divers. 
it's because it's not just them. Okay. Right. It's a beautiful sunny day, crystal clear water calling to them, not a cloud in the sky. And the boat that they're gently bobbing on in the water is just coasting along. Tina has butterflies in her stomach while Gabe is like amped. He's like, let's go. Yes, he's getting some money after this. Wait, Wait so where, did, oh. where were all these other people? Around. Let me just keep going. Okay. They have their diving equipment, their air tanks, their dive computers, which are like watches. A dive. Did you know that? No, I a didn't dive know computers. It, they call it a dive. Oh, computer. it's the thing that looks at like their pressure and yeah. stuff, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it records depth, speed, and way more than I can even explain. I don't do shit like this because I'm a scaredy cat. So yeah, that's I mean, why. even getting you to go to the beach is a lot. I'm getting better. You are. Getting I kind better. of enjoy the beach now. I love the beach. Mm-hmm. I like going at sunset time with the kids. Ooh. It's fun. I want to do that one time. You got to go at like 4 p.m., 3-ish, 4-ish, when it's not too hot. And you go, and it's just so glorious. And that sunset is beautiful. Get, I like to be there at 3. We'll take big girl one day, my mm-hmm. little one. You know her heck to the no. She'll be like... She's cray-cray. Jumping off a bridge or something. I know. So they're ready to go. It's the special day of the trip now where we're at today where they get to go down to the shipwreck because they're on a whole week-long thing here. So before they descend, we get a, hey, guys, do you want one of the instructors to go down with you just in case? It's a common thing with the company that they went out with. Gabe declines. Being that he's so experienced, he feels like he can keep Tina safe underwater, and she agrees. The dive they're about to do is considered difficult due to the current of the water and the depth of the Ooh, ship. That's scary. But the ship they're traveling on, the I'm sorry, the boat that they're on, is well prepared with people on board in case of emergency. Because it's an official company. Yeah, because I think their watches would alert like danger and someone would jump in and rescue. I don't know if they, I don't think that they alert, but they record everything so you can always look back. They could see, yeah. Tina and Gabe sit on the edge of the boat, happy and excited to visit the shipwreck and explore the ocean, wearing their wetsuits and with their oxygen tanks all set and ready. They do that backwards flip into the water with a slight splash and off they go. The ship that they're on also has another smaller boat with them to assist with the trip because there's a lot of people. Yeah, and all the equipment. Mm -hmm. It's nearby, which is important to know because shortly after entering the water, the couple resurfaces at the smaller boat. Gabe says, my dive computer isn't working properly and he kind of has like a moment. So he fidgets with it, messes with the batteries, assumes it's fixed, has someone else check it, and he is back to business in the water. The shipwreck they're visiting sounds really, it's a, its it sounds just amazing. I mean, it's like going down to see the Titanic, but not really, because you can't do that, because you'll die. Let's see, I'm total opposite. Like, I'd be scared shitless to go look at a shipwreck. Like, is a body going to float out? Like, I know. You swim and, like, open, like, a door, and then, like, this body, like, floats out. It's not the thought of the body. It's the thought of something so massive being beneath me in the water. That, too. So it's a steamer tank, and it sank in 1911. So it's, like, a super big deal to go down there. They begin their descent following the plan that they set up. A short time later, though, others on board the ship start to find it odd that Gabe is resurfacing again, and this time alone. And this time, he's calling for help, not for himself, for Tina. Gabe yells out that Tina's in trouble and needs help now. Enter Wade. So Wade is a dive instructor, and he immediately dives into the water straight for Tina. And I mean, like, immediately. Wade's hot. Wait, I know. (laughs) Zero hesitation. Once underwater, Wade finds her pretty quickly, sees that she's sinking deeper into the ocean, down, 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 toward the ocean floor. Wade zips his ass right to her, reaches out, grabs her, and swims her to the surface. Please tell me he saves her life and gets this bitch ass in trouble. Wade gets Tina onto one of the boats, not the one that Gabe is on, though, because remember, there's two boats. And Wade performs CPR on Tina for 45 minutes. No. I know. Meanwhile, the whole 45 minutes, Gabe is on the other boat, very concerned, pacing back and forth, worried, asking people for hugs to console him. Getting consoled, getting comforted, dripping wet with his wetsuit half off, and tears streaming down his face, it is soon realized Tina is dead. Yeah. It is. 
it is realized. This is the hallmark of a tragic accident, a romantic and thrilling trip for honeymooners gone wrong. And it doesn't take long for the people above water to realize that something is amiss here. It all isn't clicking as a tragic accident would. Well, no, because if you pull her up, you're going to see that her tank is off. Someone mm-hmm. had to have done that. Unless he turned it back on. Oh. Another creepy detail I want to mention. While another couple, because there were other people, not with them, but in the vicinity. Mm-hmm. Another couple was underwater with a underwater camera taking <gasps> pictures. It would be Tina's body sinking in the background of their picture that they'll see later when they go back to their <sighs> hotel and look at their photos with no Gabe in sight. That makes me think of, like, that whole Jenny Arias case. Do you remember that case? Yeah, but I'm thinking of the back. This picture is so creepy. The image is so creepy because click, selfie underwater, and behind them. What is Jody Arias? Jody Arias Arias is different. It's not the same thing. No, but Jody Arias murdered her boyfriend. Right. And the whole premise of it was she was like oh let me take pictures of you let me take pictures of you and then as she was murdering him like i guess whatever happened she dropped the camera or something and it took pictures oh that's while it was happening didn't they find her camera in the washing machine or something yes they have the pictures of him like of him being murdered no yes you can look them up no oh yeah that's what's so creepy about it like it's pictures that weren't expected to be taken we need to do a series on like lover killers that kind of shit. Those crazy people. People who kill their significant others. Ugh. I'm on it. Do it. Do Jody Arias. Oh, that creepy bitch. True crime edition. Anywho, so the time comes for Gabe to give his side of the story of what happened under the water, and here is what he says. This douche canoe says that the severity of the underwater current hit them almost immediately, and that Tina began signaling, signaling to him that something was wrong, like waving her arms and shit panicking so swimming toward her to help she accidentally knocks off his breathing mask from his face which makes him panic underwater now with him distracted he's struggling to fix his breathing mask he isn't paying attention to tina not realizing it was too late and she had already sunk 10 feet toward the ocean floor below him So according to him, she had her arms outstretched to him and she sank away, but she was too far down to reach. Do you believe him? No, because the current wouldn't push you down. It would more push you sideways as you were slowly floating down. You wouldn't just like plop like dead weight. But how did Wade fucking go get her ass? That's what I'm saying. Wade is a hero. Wade's probably sexy. I need to know about this Wade guy at the end. (laughs) Gabe says even though he was a certified rescue diver, remember that? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. He wasn't experienced enough to save Tina in this scenario. 55 dives. Bitch. Bitch. Not everyone can be a Wade, I guess. So authorities question him saying, why did you fucking leave her behind? Gabe's response, quote, I was never trained on how to bring people to the surface. I thought it'd be better for the situation for me to surface and call for help. Oh, let me save myself and leave that bitch. Yeah. Like, my whole thought process, thinking about all this, is like, if you and Brett were diving, or John and I were diving, Mm -hmm. they would both, if we were unexperienced divers, would be, like, holding our hands and, like, swimming with us until we were comfortable. They wouldn't jump in and immediately separate from us and be like, hey, go enjoy yourself. But step one is when the company that you're going with says, I will send you with a dive instructor you say yes yeah well you know he wouldn't because he's a shady ass hoe (sighs) this is not gabe's only story becky he has others he says he tried to save her but um he couldn't he said like he changes his story multiple times the authorities can't get a straight answer out of him and do you remember me telling you how gabe was wearing that dive computer on his wrist that broke he claimed it was faulty it was not faulty when looked into the timing doesn't match up so the dive computer tells you how fast and at what depth the person descends and ascends in the water i had to look this up thank you very much it didn't match his story he ascended too slowly for it to be an emergency now i don't know much about scuba diving i wish brett was here because he knows a little bit more 
But I do know that you can only ascend at a certain speed or else you could cause issues. Yes. I love your man, but if he were here and we asked him to chime in, we would be here for another three <laughs> hours and everyone would have be would now be certified divers and we would have to just get cards. He likes to explain things. I know. I know I love it. Thoroughly. I love it because that's how mm-hmm. I learn things. I've learned so much. Yeah, I'm sure. More than you need. Well, yeah, so I know you have to ascend at a certain speed for safety, but mm-hmm. he was going, he went like snail speed, making sure she was dead, basically. Oh, yeah. At the hospital, doctors say it's odd because there's very little water found in Tina's lungs. So like you said, she suffocated. Ooh. If she had drowned, this would not be the case. So the thought is that her oxygen tank was turned off long enough for her to suffocate, then turned back on before Gabe could swim away. Also, Remember the dive instructor? He goes on to say that he thinks it's strange that Tina sank in the first place, saying that scuba divers usually float unless they're weighted. Right. Hmm. Unless they're weighted. This is a good time to mention to you that Tina was wearing a weighted belt on this dive. Why? Because she and Gabe were worried that she would be too small to have the weight necessary to swim down to the fucking shipwreck. So she wore a 20-pound belt. Oh. Uh huh. A belt in which Wade was able to discard from her body before bringing her up. Like, he clicked that shit. He was like, click, bye. And he grabbed her ass and went. I got another lover's. I, I'm, I'm going to have to run with it and do some research. What's his face? Waited his wife, Who? pregnant wife, John Peterson. What do you mean he waited her? He put weights around her feet when he threw her under the water. What? She was found with weights on her feet? There were weights that he had made on the boat. What? Yes, I'm no. gonna do that too. Jody Arias, Peterson, oh, fucker, all I, of them. Scott Peterson, no. Scott, John. Why did I say John? I don't know. I know what you meant. Scott Peterson is just oh, Nancy Grace. I saw her speak at CrimeCon. She, <sighs> someone, they were about to do questions for the panel, and she goes, first of all, before you ask, Scott Peterson is guilty. Next question, and no one had even asked the question. Yeah. She's convinced. Sick fuck. So listen to this. How many pounds did I say the weighted belt was that she was wearing? 20. According to her size, Tina should have only been wearing an eight-pound belt. And these instructors didn't see him say like, hey, baby, put this belt on. That's way too heavy for you. I know. So now we see Gabe having been questioned, pacing the police station. He's sweating. He's worried. He's crying. Tears on his face. He's got like snots and is running down his nose and shit. he's a narcissistic fucking animal fooled, including her. He calls his parents in the States, tells them about his new bride's fate and says to them, Can you guys call Tina's parents for me? I just can't make that call. He can't call himself. Later after Tina's body shipped back to the U.S., during the open casket funeral, Gabe remarks to a friend, at least her breasts look perky. Oh my God. Becky, the husband did it or did he? Let's see what you think as I continue after you tell me if this is the plot of a horror movie. Oh shit, already? Or the facts of a true crime case. I have a lot more to tell you. Um, I'm changing. I think it's true crime. (laughs) Why? Because I think there's probably a sick fuck out there named Gabe that did some dumb <laughs> shit like this. The dumbasses in real life change their story because they're stupid. Note to everyone, if you're ever going to kill somebody, mm-hmm. don't do it. But if you ever plan on it, Becky, make up your story. Becky, don't give people <laughs> advice. I said don't do it, but okay. if you ever are going to, okay. have a solid story before you do it. This is a true story. Oh, yes, did it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want to see this Fuck, I want to see Wade. I know, I don't know what Wade looks like. Tina Watson was born February 13th, 1977. In 1980, she was adopted by Tommy and Cindy in Walker County, Alabama. Tina and Gabe began dating in January 2001. David Gabriel Watson, to be specific, and she passed away October 22nd, 2003, at 26 years old. Wait, did I hear this wrong? What? Where were they from in Alabama? Walker County. Oh, Walker. And then you said his last name was Watson. I was like, wait, what? I know. To get back to the story. So the initial coroner's ruling was that her death was a drowning and not suspicious. Which, I mean, I know that goes against with the very little water being in her Mm -hmm. lungs. Tina's dad thought something wasn't right, though. He knew it in his bones, Becky. During her funeral, the comment that was made about her body that Wade made. Wade? Sorry, Gabe made. Sorry. Was overheard by other people, and the media got a hold of that statement. Insert public opinion. He was instantly guilty in everyone's mind. Yeah, that's like, what's his face? Scott Peterson and all his dumb shit showing up to the vigil and like, 
Yep. Talking to his girlfriend on the phone. Yep. Fuck these I just heard the, um, recently, I don't know what I was listening to, and they played that phone call. Ugh. Isn't it recorded? Because she yes. was working. Yeah. It's disgusting. So later that year, Gabe sent out Christmas cards. This is really sick. Including a picture of him and Tina from their wedding. Tina had already died. The quote on the card was, who's that sexy guy next to Tina? Oh, wait, that's me. Yeah. What is dead wife? Is he for real? Yeah. So after returning home, Gabe tried to file a payout for traveler's insurance on Tina, but found out injury during scuba diving wasn't covered by insurance, you motherfucker. Wow, wow. Sucks to suck. He wasn't entitled to her life insurance either because yes. Tommy never filed that shit. Yeah, Tommy. Fuck yeah, Tommy. Speaking of her dad, Tommy. He didn't believe Gabe's story at all. He wanted answers. He dug deeper. A few members from the scuba diving, I'll call it cruise, that they were on, listen to this, reached out to Tommy themselves to say that they wanted to help him because they didn't believe fucking Gabe's story. Can I tell you what I picture? Well, at first I was picturing Tommy as like this badass New Yorker dad, <laughs> like that was in the mafia. But then you said Alabama. Mm. So he's like this redneck, like John Dutton, Yellowstone style, like I'm going to make your body disappear you at like the train Tommy. station. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of digging Tommy. He's probably hot too for Stop. an old man. I'm looking them all up. Why are you so like like amped about these men? Because the name, Tommy, Wade, <laughs> like they're all like very I like it. strong names. Like we're not talking about like Gene. Is Tommy a strong name? Like, to- like if you think Tommy Tom. is like a badass, yeah. Tom is an old man name. But, like, if Tommy was, like, a badass guy, yeah, that's a badass name. All right. Well, moving on. the people spoke, and Tommy, Tom, Tommy, 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 Tommy listened, learned a lot. He actually flies to Australia, Becky, to speak to the police and the diver who brought Tina to the surface in person, like dad status. The Townsville police decided in July 2004 that this was not an accident, but instead a criminal case. The police saw inconsistencies with Gabe's story. Tina's body wasn't where he said it was when he resurfaced. Gabe said he saw two divers on his way up that he tried to alert, but this was found to never be fucking true. Tommy didn't kill Gabe. No, Gabe. What? Tommy didn't kill Gabe. Oh, the no. Yeah. No, 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 no. And Gabe does more fucked up shit. Listen to this. Oh, God. The bizarre things that he fucking does. So Gabe says that he rocketed to the surface, but like I said, his dive computer said otherwise. You can't lie about shit like that. I know. You know how he comes up and says, it's my dive computer's malfunctioning. Maybe he was trying to alter it or make a fake story so that he can say later, it might say I came up slowly, but I rocketed to the surface. Yeah, because you said he like to took shit. it apart. But yeah, he, he fidgeted. Like, I said he fidgeted. Yeah, with he it. probably like dropped a bat. He tried to or at least. Shit. Tina's dive computer showed she resurfaced a couple of times during their journey, pretty quickly after they went into the water. So she, this makes them think that she was panicking when they were underwater because she resurfaced multiple times, according to her dive computer. But they were out there, so other people didn't see it. Yeah. So this adds to her not being experienced, not being comfortable. If this was my honeymoon and I was that afraid after entering the water, I would hope that my new husband would be like, babe, let's fuck it. Let's go back that's to the boat. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. That's what Brett would do. He'd be like, this isn't worth your stress. You're not going to have fun. Oh, yeah. We're done. And then his ass could go on the shipwreck with some of the yeah. other couples or something. You know what I mean? I'm like- drink some high noons up here on the boat. <laughs> Whatever they drink in Australia. In 2006. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, high noon, whatever. Make um, ultra, some shit. It wasn't, maybe it wouldn't have been like what he planned, but at least Tina would be alive. But it doesn't matter because I believe that he did this on purpose. Oh, yeah. He didn't want that bitch to be alive. He wanted right? that money. So her. But he didn't get, bitch. I know. <laughs> so her scuba instructor later confirmed in court that she was, that Tina was so inexperienced and she only did this for Gabe and she wasn't ready for this shit. Because she took the scuba lessons in advance. Yeah. Like I mentioned before, there was such a small amount of water in her lungs. They think she might have, and this is really sad, that she might have passed out during the dive and her mouth relaxed off of the mouthpiece and only let a tiny amount of water in. And they thought that Gabe, like I said, must have turned off her air supply during that bear hug and then turned it back on before he took off. So that's that's how they think water even got in her lungs. Honestly, though... That makes me feel a little bit better. Like if she had passed out. Yeah. Because she wouldn't have felt it. Right. As opposed to like. <laughs> I know. And you know, people say drowning is apparently like a calm, peaceful death. Really? Oh, no, it's hell fucking not. No. Did you die and come back? But did you die? 
Like, think about the feeling when you're underwater and, like, you're trying to hold your breath to see how long you can hold it. And, like, the panic, the panic. you feel when you're, like, running out of air so you come up. I mean, maybe I guess you could say that first gulp. Oh, I can't breathe just talking oh, about God. this. Where you inhale all the water. I'm imagining it. Ooh, sorry if you're listening to this and this is upsetting. Just skip like 15 seconds. And you inhale and that first gulp is probably sends you into some kind of unconscious Please state. do because I'd rather – that is think. my worst fear. And then maybe that's when the zen happens that people talk about. How often – I don't know. I know people get resuscitated. Resuscitated? That is my worst fear yes. is – Drowning. Well, going over a bridge with the kids in the car. You know, when my kids were younger, like yours age, because mine are a little bit older than Becky's, I had those same thoughts because mm -hmm. we have to drive over bridges because we live in fucking Florida. Every time I go over the bridge, I'm like, okay, if something happened right now, my oldest could get herself out, I'd have to get the youngest, and why then we'd we, have to get out of the car. Why do we do this? Because I'm a psycho, anxious, hot ass mess. <laughs> Thank you, mom and dad, for all the anxiety. Our bridges are not... I mean, there are some that are small, but they're fucking archways, like dinosaur backs. What I don't like about it is that, like, the bridges where we live, you go, like, you start on it, mm -hmm. and it's so freaking long. Yeah. You're like, when is this going to end, and when am I going to be on land again? Oh. Well, I think you'll get over this eventually. <laughs> Never. Let me tell you more about this story. Sorry, Tina. Sorry, Jesus. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> I always apologize to Jesus <laughs> when I say something insensitive. Whew. Jesus knows. We don't really mean it. All right. Dive experts. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Uh, why do I have you on this fucking show? <laughs> Jesus told you I had to be on this show. Shut up. Oh, the my God. The show is going to be about Jesus. <laughs> we're going to lose. We're going to lose viewers because they don't believe in Jesus. Viewers. Sorry. You Viewers, think, listeners. You, you think anyone's viewing this shit? Oh my god, we should record. We should never. That would be. That would have been epic when Joanna had her kangaroo outfit on. Oh, her, Joanna, I love you. When are and you coming Lorena. Back? Oh, I should have worn Lorena tonight. All Moving right. on. Shut up. We're awful. Dive experts claim that if there was some kind of emergency underwater, that Tina would have had time to make it to the surface, Becky. Like if she panicked, really, like Gabe said, and she was freaking out, or her mouthpiece came off, or something, her air supply pinched i don't know how it works they say that she would have had time to swim up without suffocating yeah but they did they forget about the 20 pound half of her body oh, weight yeah. stupid ass belt he put on Shit, her that is well she could have taken it off yeah but how hard is that to take off in the water wade took it off wade's Brett? a fucking hero Brett, can you weigh in on this in the twilight hour so the company that they dived with was investigated also just for hitting all bases. And they knew that Gabe was a, like a rescue trained diver. Or did he really tell them the truth? Like, is it like me, Becky, who's CPR certified, but in an emergency, I wouldn't be able to do shit. Like I'm technically CPR certified. I think it expired a couple months ago. Am I? I mean, really, though, they should make you really show your ass when you're mm -hmm. trying to get certified for that shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, they didn't but check I wonder, his card or something? That's what I'm saying. So the company thought Gabe was more experienced than he actually was because that's what he said. He was a gaslighting bitch like yeah. most of those pricks are. Gaslighting before gaslighting was a thing. The company, I guess, didn't follow protocol mm -hmm. to the T in that regard. Otherwise, they would have had to had a trained diver with them when yep. they went down. So Gabe also never told the company about Tina's panic that she had underwater, apparent, quote unquote, uh, her panic that and he claimed. probably didn't know about her heart condition either. That's right. So another odd thing we learned in this story, this is fucked up. At Tina's headstone at her gravesite, whenever flowers were left for Tina, they would disappear shortly after. Mm -hmm. Flowers from her family, mind you. Plastic flowers, but like a sentiment. Tommy believed it was Gabe stealing her fucking flowers every time or like defacing her headstone. So Tommy went to the police, Becky, about this, and they set up a camera. Oh my gosh, please tell me it was Gabe. It was fucking Gabe. Psycho. When they questioned him, his excuse was, Tina didn't like plastic flowers, and he, out of respect for her, I was removing that ugly shit, basically is what he said, like in well, a way. She didn't like plastic flowers, but it's her grave. Like yep. you can't... Fresh flowers are going to be dead in three yeah. hours. Yeah. And later authorities from Australia actually flew out to Alabama to research the case more. Like 
they thought they had this shit, but it mm-hmm. Gabe came across as a great husband, but he had a pattern of outbursts that they learned about. Like one time, he and Tina broke up, actually. I think they broke off their engagement. I think it was when they were engaged. He threw a pizza at her. I'm sorry. Pizzas are hot and big. Like, that's considered assault. Yeah, well, he didn't, She Tina didn't press assault charges mm-hmm. about the pizza. They did break, okay, so that was, I think, when they were dating. But when they were together, they did break off their engagement at one time. And Tina was set up on a date by one of her friends. When Gabe found out that she was set up on a date, he called and harassed her over and over and over again. And even though they were they split were up. That was when they were engaged, yeah. But they had split up. And she took him back. She took him back. They got married anyway. And after all this, police thought that life insurance was his motive. In August of 2008, um, Gabe married another woman named Kim. This was only a couple years later. Did he say, who's this hot-ass man with Kim on his Christmas card? I know, right? And in May 2009, Gabe was sent back to Australia to stand trial. Only He only agreed to go if the case was dropped from murder to manslaughter. That's how you know when someone's guilty. I but know. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. I know. So Gabe was convicted because manslaughter is like is accidental. It wasn't planned. It was in the moment. Murder is it was planned. It was intentional. People that are guilty will take a lesser charge yeah. and claim that it's only because they wanted it to yeah. be over with. But that's not why. So he was convicted and sentenced, Becky, four and a half or four point five years. Four years, five months. And he probably kissed his ass through the thing and got out for good behavior. You think he all stayed for four years? No, I'm saying he kissed ass while he was in prison and they Mm. let him out for good behavior. The judge reduced his sentence to 12 months. Becky's pissed. Becky, let me keep going. The Alabama attorney, so that's in Australia. Now back in the States, the Mm. Alabama... Hang that bitch, Alabama. They don't hang people... Alabamans might. Becky, the Alabama attorney general appealed. Lethal injection. Shut up. Because he thought that that was too lenient. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was. It did go up to 18 months. So he served 18 fucking months for murdering his wife. Was it in Alabama, though? No, in Australia. Oh. Alabama also, so when he came back, Alabama, the states, also wanted to bring the case back saying that there was additional evidence not shown in the Australian court case because, you know, they can only show it. Lawyers agree. It's all very convoluted. Australia wouldn't release any of their evidence without promising that Alabama would not seek the death penalty. Now, no hate. I I know people are very, it's a very conflicting thing, so I don't want to give opinions on that. But it is interesting to know. You know, it is interesting. I'll give my opinion. If you kill somebody, you deserve to be killed. In the the, end. In the way that you were? Uh, No, not necessarily. Okay. You can have your last meal and... Get lethal injection. But no, you don't believe in the last meal. You told me you get a nice no, it, tea. Oh, yeah, you do get a nice tea. But, like, <laughs> whatever. I get it. I get it. I get what you're saying. I'd rather him have his last meal and have the death penalty than mm-hmm. not and get away with it. I'd rather he have to rot in jail for the rest of his life than that. I, I'd like, when it comes to the death penalty, I think of people who do things where they cannot be stopped so badly that it's like nothing will stop them except the death penalty. That's true. It's it's very controversial. I go back and forth on it. It depends on the situation. It does. It's all very Mm -hmm. circumstantial. So Alabama agreed to this because they wanted to get him in any way that they could. Yeah. Gabe returned to the U.S. after he served his sentence in Alabama, was put in police custody to be tried. The attorney general indicted Gabe on two counts, capital murder, and then this one is so fucking interesting – kidnapping with trickery well yeah he forced her into the water and right and like had malintent Mm -hmm. he took her on the honeymoon he like all of yep the things and going to jail in alabama is different like i said those alabamans those (laughs) boys find out you mess with their with your wife they're Mm. gonna beat you up in jail so so sorry gabe so gabe so they were saying claiming that gabe tricked tina into taking dive lessons Mm -hmm. going to australia all of it was all trickery which i'm like go off alabama at this time gabe was removed from tina's estate and it was granted to her father rightfully so yes tommy well the trial was set to go to court february 13 2012 well wait wasn't that her birthday was it that 100 percent is her no, birthday no, no, no. i'm 90 percent certain that's her birthday hold on let me go back you're freaking that's out. weird she died in october she was born february 13th 1977 i told you 
February 13th. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? Oh, you're right. Damn. Okay. So, trial, February 13th, on her birthday. The evidence of Gabe's off behavior was not allowed in court, meaning what he did to her gravestone and shit, taking the flowers. Yeah. He didn't even, I didn't put this in, he didn't even pay for her headstone. I think her family did later. And well, like, yeah, he that couldn't would fall. put his hot picture on it. Yeah, seriously. That's crazy, though. Like, in certain cases, uh-huh. in research that I've done with, like, domestic violence cases and uh-huh. stuff, certain photos and evidence, they don't allow. I know. And so, I'm like, then why do you take the photos? I know. His attempt on the life insurance claim wasn't allowed in court either. Yep. But that's why he did it. Yep. So without the evidence, the judge decided there wasn't enough to convict him of murder, and he was acquitted of the charges. Even though he served 18 months in an Australian prison, he served zero time in the United States. Please tell me Tommy ran him over with a dump truck. Nope. Nope. Last I could find, because I couldn't find shit online about Gabe. Gabe lives in Alabama with his wife, Kim. And that's the story of Tina Watson. I have an app on my phone. Mm -hmm. It's called Ben Verified. What the fuck are you going to do? I might look up Gabe. Gabe Watson. Um, there was a Lifetime movie made about this, Becky, called Fatal Honeymoon. I'm watching it. I haven't watched it. We should watch it together. Yes, we're doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> Do it. Oh I had pictures tomorrow, but they were free. If you want to continue listening to what we have to say, go over to our Patreon where we will continue talking. Twilight Hour, Becky says. At patreon.com slash live, laugh, murder podcast. Go to, uh, you can email me at live laugh murder pod at gmail.com listen just do it just send me a message let me know how I, I'm always willing to improve I'm looking up to see if Wade is hot okay and then if you want to shoot us a DM we're on Instagram at uh, live laugh murder podcast and then I'm on TikTok we're on I say we it's really me Joanna make a TikTok for us girl Becky I love you you're my love you you're like what what should we call you your neighbor Becky but like either way you're a great I'm addition still gonna be up your ass exactly you're a great addition to my ass I love it and uh yeah Joanna I want to gonna... be a great addition to Joanna's ass but I don't see her that often <laughs> she doesn't live here anymore I know I'm gonna go take a trip up and see her everything's changing in my world Joanna I'm gonna see you at the time of this recording tomorrow for your baby's birthday party I love you can't wait to see you Becky can't go Becky's an asshole <laughs> stop I doing that spit on the desk. don't spit on my desk all right. Well, guys, thank you so much for stopping in. Hop on over to Patreon if you want to hear more. Otherwise, we love you. And remember to, Becky, ready? Live, Live laugh, laugh, what? Never murder. Well, I was going to say never kill your wife by turning off her oxygen tank with scuba diving and uh, pretending you didn't and then say that she has nice boobs while she's in her casket and then being a creep. And that's what I was going to say. And never put your face on a Christmas card and say, look how hot I am with my popped collar and you're a douche. And don't murder. Bye. Bye.